0: Play some outro music intro. Here we go. Sounds pretty good. Let's fade that out. Solo episode uh, of the Big Game Podcast. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is one half year host. I'm Brian. Um, and today I wanted to bring to you um, my NFL predictions. Um, I know that we told you we were gonna do this uh before the season started, but of course, life gets in the way, and I'm coming to you um a week late uh we're getting ready to head into week two um uh, so better late than never, I guess right so um Justin is uh you know coaching his uh football his son's football games, you know, in case you didn't know, he was a coach. Um, so that's keeping him a little bit tied up at the moment. Um, and his daughter's also playing flag football. So, um, and he just did get back from his uh, elk hunting trip in Colorado. So good news there. Um, he did bag an elf, elf, elf. No, he's not bagging elves. Um, it's not Christmas time uh, to be doing that yet, but he did get himself an elk. Um, so congratulations to Justin, um, bringing some meat home to feed the family, um, out there acting like a real Davy Crockett, uh, so good for him. Um, so yeah, he's, uh, away, uh, coaching, uh, some football today. Um, but I didn't want to keep everybody waiting any longer for these predictions because I know that you've been waiting for them and, uh, here we go. Right. So let's do it. Uh, let's get into it a little bit. Um. And I'll tell everybody just off the bat, um, I don't have a life really um, unless I'm out doing um, home projects lately. Um, You know, we're all still kind of just hanging out at home, not doing a ton. Um, So, with that being said, I took the time, and you could probably see this, well, you probably can't see it very well because of the light that I have on, but I took the time to pick every single teams game on the schedule. You're talking 250 something games that I did over the course of a couple days. Um, so I took the time to do this. Um, and I could tell you that with certainty that I am not confident, um, in my Atlanta Falcons pick. I mean, if you've listened to the podcast and, um, you know that I am an Atlanta Falcons fan, and I think I even said on the last episode that I was kind of bullish on the Atlanta Falcons this year. Really thought they were going to do good or do well, um, better than last year. Um, So far this season, um, that really isn't looking like the case. Um, Week one, they got their doors blown off by Philadelphia. I mean, they had zero answer for them. Uh, no touchdowns, two field goals, only scored six points. Um, not looking good for Atlanta. Um, sorry, my cat is uh, trying to eat the cord on the other side of this uh, and probably be making an appearance in a second. No, he's going to keep walking. So, um, sorry. Um, but, yeah, I am not feeling good about my Falcons pick. I had them uh, originally finished. Well, I'm not going to tell you yet. I'll wait till I get into the division picks. Um, so yeah, let's get started. Right. So I'm going to tell you guys that I am madly in love, uh, this season with the NFC West. I think that this is going to be the toughest division of any division in football this season. Um, oh wait, timeout before we do that, before we go any further. Um, I know Justin and I usually do the, uh, what are you drinking, uh, segment um of the show which is what we like to lead off with. Um so this uh usually I'm drinking whiskey of some sort. Um but I think I told them last episode that I was going to go with beer. Um just cuz I think it might be a little bit lighter and a little bit easier to drink. Um uh, so today I am taking it light. I'm taking it Corona light. Um find your beach, right? Is that their slogan? So usually, you know, I find my beach anywhere around here because I live pretty close to um, a number of beaches. Uh, so yeah, today it's Corona light. So we'll be drinking this during the episode. Um, but back to the NFC West. I love the NFC West. I think it's possible for three out of the four teams uh, to make the playoffs and one to finish well above 500 and miss out. Um, I have Arizona finishing 11-6. and six. I have Seattle finishing 11-6 and, and I have the Rams fi- finishing 11 and 6 and San Francisco at 10 and 7. Um so I love all four teams to be well above 500 this season. Um and I will tell you uh that San Francisco is going to be the lone team out of this division not making the playoffs, which at 10 and 7 is kind of unheard of, and I'm really sorry to be doing this, but my cat is acting like an asshole on the other side of this. he 's trying to eat the screen, She's trying to eat all the wires. I don't know what's going on. It's mayhem around here. Jamie's out. She's on a girls weekend. There's no order at this place. Um, so, yeah, three out of the four teams, NFC West making the playoffs, San Francisco, the lone team out. Uh, moving on to my home division, of the nfc south and when i say home i mean the atlanta falcons um so i have tampa bay going 11 and 6 uh this season i had have um atlanta being 10 and 7 new orleans 9 and 8 and carolina 4 and 13. so obviously i think if i were to do this all over again knowing what i know now from week one atlanta's got to take a step back a huge step back like they're not going to even get anywhere close uh, to ten wins this season, I don't think, um, and that's not an overreaction. Um, I just thought that going into this season that the offense was still intact, you know, minus Julio Jones, of course. But you brought in Kyle Pitts um, to replace him, and nobody's going to replace Julio. But um, you still have Calvin Ridley. Um, the run game should be better, um, and and the defense. Dean Pease coming in. I just thought that maybe there was a chance that they would produce a little bit better but nothing that i saw last week gives me any confidence to think that and atlanta lost so many close winnable games last season um that i thought better coaching would get them over the hump uh this year and now i'm not so sure um in new orleans nine and eight um they looked fantastic um week one against green bay don't know if that continues um Jameis Winston looked like a world beater throwing five touchdowns. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Um, again, are we going to start, if this continues, are we going to start saying that Drew Brees was a system quarterback of Sean Payton's? I don't know. Um, but we've never seen anything like this from Jameis um, in this one week span. So we'll see what happens there. And Carolina, 4-13, um, I think, you know they're still in the rebuilding process. Uh, Sam Darnold won his revenge game against his former team, the New York Jets. Which, looking back at my schedule, I think I had Carolina winning this game anyway, um, which I did. So that doesn't really change anything as far as my prediction of Carolina. Uh, so again, to recap: uh, Tampa eleven and six, Atlanta ten and seven, New Orleans nine and eight, Carolina four and thirteen. Uh, let's go to the NFC East. Uh, we have Dallas at eleven and six, Washington at eight and nine, uh, Philly at five and twelve, and the New York Football Giants at four and thirteen. Um, nothing takes away how I feel about Dallas after Week One um, against Tampa. Um, Dallas was within a last-second field goal of winning that game, Uh, so I still feel pretty confident uh, with them at eleven and six. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Washington at eight and nine. I think that's pretty right on. Their defense should really um, be carrying this team. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is now out for up to eight weeks, uh, so it's Taylor Haneke time again, um, who really took the uh, the Bucks uh, on the brink um, last year in the playoffs. Really played really well. So um, and they ended up winning yesterday. So they're currently one on two, one and two on the season. I have Philly at five and twelve. Um, and again, going back to last week, um, their victory over the Falcons, I really don't know if that really changes much about how I feel as far as their prediction goes. I think it's just them beating up on a bad team. Um, so if I'm going to change this from five and twelve, maybe six and eleven, um, but I still don't think you know they're going to be that great. And then the New York Giants, right? I mean, they're already zero and two on on this season, and I think this is the fifth straight year that they've started on to. So, uh, four and 13 finish for them. That takes us last, uh, to the NFC North, which is Justin's home, uh, team of the Chicago bears. Uh, this season I have green Bay going 11 and six Chicago, 10 and seven, Minnesota five and 12 and Detroit three and 14. Um, green Bay after week one, I mean, who would have thought that they would have gotten the doors blown off them like they did um, against the saints. I don't really think this changes much uh, for me. Uh, Green Bay has gone through this before. We've seen the Aaron Rodgers R E L A X relax quote. And I think he was giving something similar throughout this week. He was just like, it's just one game. It's nothing to worry about. We'll get back on track and everything will be fine. So I tend to believe uh, that Rodgers and the Packers are going to be okay. And this was just kind of like a setback for them. And going forward, they're going to be fine. Chicago at 10 and 7. I don't think Andy Dalton starts the entire season. Obviously, he's the starter right now. Um, But Justin Fields got some playing time uh, week one. I actually had a rushing touchdown. So I think it's just a matter of time there before Justin Fields gets in and is the full-time starter for the Bears. I would say... Um, Maybe around the first month of the season, um they're already owned one um if this trend continues, I think that by the end of the first quarter of the season, you will see Justin Fields on a more regular basis uh for the Chicago Bears, and I still think that they finished ten and seven in that division. Minnesota five and twelve um they gave a they they played um Cincinnati week one and ended up losing there. Um I just don't see the quarterback play, you know, elevating this team uh to to the next level and uh keeping them competitive in the division. Uh so yeah, 5 and 12 for the Vikings and Detroit at 3 and 14. Um I think everybody knows at this point that Detroit is rebuilding even though they put up a hell of a fight uh week 1 against uh the Cardinals. Um I'm sorry. Yeah, against the Cardinals. Um Let me double check that just to be sure. Um, Detroit, no, I'm sorry. They played San Francisco and I right? I mentioned that earlier, um, earlier on that San Francisco almost gave up the lead, um, to Detroit. So Detroit put up a hell of a fight against the 49ers ended up coming back and, uh, got got pretty close to forcing overtime in that one. Um, but Detroit is, uh, is in a rebuilding mode. Um, I have them finishing three and 14 among the, uh, the worst records in the league, Um, fighting for that number one overall pick uh, this coming off season. Um, So that leaves, let's, let's take a look here. So your playoff seating uh, for your NFC is going to be number one, LA Rams, number two, the defending champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, number three, Dallas Cowboys, number four, Green Bay, number five, Seattle, number six, Arizona, and my number seven spot, obviously came down to three teams with a 10 and seven record. It came down to Chicago. It came down to Atlanta and it came down to San Francisco, um, San Francisco, according to my picks didn't fare very well in their division record. Uh, so they were out. Uh, so it really came down to it or Chicago and Atlanta. And as much as it hurt my heart, I had to take, um, Chicago because they had to, the, uh, the better record in the division than Atlanta did. So, the Bears end up with the number seven seed in the NFC. Um, your AFC standings, uh, according to me this year, let's start in the AFC East, right? Um, I've got Buffalo going 13 and four. I've got New England at eight and nine, uh, Miami at seven and ten, and the Jets at four and 13. Um, Buffalo. I was on your I was on your side last year. I wanted to be in Bills Mafia uh, during the playoff run. Um, this is the year I think um, they put it all together. Finally, get over the hump. Um, Thirteen and four, solid. I know that they lost against Pittsburgh Week One. I still don't really hold that against them. I think that they'll be okay moving forward. Week One is Week One. It's one of the most unpredictable weeks in the co- in the college season in the NFL season. So. Buffalo 13 and four. I'm still pretty confident in that 12 and five, you know, doesn't change much. Um, new England at eight, and nine, I think Mac Jones, um, coming in and being the starter there, uh, it's going to be some growing pains for the, for the Patriots. Um, and they'll finish right around 500. So Miami finishing seven and 10, I think is going to surprise some people, uh, just because, um, you know the defense is good there. Two was taken. You know this is his second year now, and you want him to take that that natural progression and that next step. I still think it's a couple years before it really happens. Um, so if you wanted to, I mean, you could probably flip flop New England and Miami in my standings if you wanted um, Miami to finish eight and nine and you wanted New England to finish seven and ten. I'm okay with that. That's fine. Um, but the Jets at four and thirteen. Um, I think it's going to take some time for. Uh, The traction there to get going. Um, New coach Robert Sala and then his rookie quarterback in Zach Wilson. I think it'll take a little bit of work before they're really competitive. Um, Let's head over to the NFC North uh, where we have Baltimore uh, finishing at 12 and 5 this season. We have Pittsburgh right behind them at 11 and 6. We have Cleveland at 9 and 8 and we have Cincinnati at 8 and 9. Um, Baltimore lost on Monday night football in a thriller of a game to Vegas, uh, where Vegas thought they won, then they lost, then they were won again. Um, but I don't really think this changes much as far as Baltimore goes. I think they're going to still be the best team in that division. Um, as long as Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson is under center. I think it's theirs to lose. I do have Pittsburgh right behind them though. Um, at 11 and six, I think this is kind of like the swan song for Ben Roethlisberger, um, and I think they make a strong push to get back into the playoff uh, contention and make a run, uh, for big Ben Cleveland, I think, um, is a little disappointing maybe for some people because, um, after the run that they went on last year, I think maybe people thought that they were going to be, you know, that next big team, that next big team, uh, to, to dethrone Baltimore and, you know, Pittsburgh and all that. But, um, I think nine and eight is maybe a little bit disappointing for them. Uh the defense. I know they made some some additions this year, and that's going to be their calling card. I think is their defense is going to be really strong. Um, another year, Baker Mayfield. Uh, they took they fought Kansas City week one tooth and nail, so I think that they are going to be right there, and I do have them in the in the playoffs this season. But I just think maybe people thought they would win more games during the regular season. Cincinnati is a team that I'm really intrigued about um I think if Joe Burrow is 100% and Mixon can stay on the field Jamar Chase like these guys have a chance to make some noise not saying that they're going to win the division or get close to winning the division I have them at 8 and 9 um but I think that's going to be a really strong 8 and 9 and I'm really looking forward to Cincinnati in the couple years uh, moving forward uh with that nucle- nucleus in that core I think that they're going to be really good But this just isn't the year. Um, Maybe after Big Ben, if he steps away after this season, they'll come back down. Cincinnati takes the step up, Um, but not this season. So Bengals uh, eight and nine. AFC West. I think everybody knows at this point, right, that Kansas City is going to be the division winner. Um, I have them at fourteen and three. I have the Chargers uh, kind of of a little bit of a surprise at ten and seven. Um, I have Denver at nine and eight, and then I have those Las Vegas Raiders at five and 12, um, Kansas city cream of the crop in the AFC, um, coming off of two straight Super bowl appearances, one Super bowl win. Um, I think their best record in the AFC finished the number one seed, uh, chargers. Um, I've always kind of just liked the chargers. Um, they kind of remind me of the Falcons of the AFC. So I have a soft spot uh, for the chargers. And I think Justin Herbert's incredible. Um, I think he's amazing. Uh, Keenan Allen, uh, Austin Eckler, that offense is really good. Um, so yeah, I have the chargers making a little bit of noise, 10 and seven Denver at nine and eight. See, this is, um, uh, where people can probably flip flop if they wanted to, if they wanted Denver ahead of the chargers, you know, you can probably make an argument for that. And I think Denver's defense is the reason, um, I think Denver's defense is going to really um, keep them in a lot of games. Um, and you're not going to really have um, Teddy Bridgewater, who doesn't make a ton of mistakes. He'll keep you in the games. Good game manager. Defense will win you some games. But I just don't think it's enough. I think that Justin Herbert's the better quarterback uh, between the two teams. So I think I'll give the edge to the Chargers. Uh, Las Vegas at 5-12. and 12. I could be wrong. I I could be completely wrong on this, especially after the showing that they had on Monday night with the upset of Baltimore. But I'm going to temper those expectations a little bit. Uh, so I think I'm going to have uh, stick with Vegas at five and twelve and bringing up the rear in the AFC West. Um, finishing off the AFC with the AFC South. Now this is a division that I think, to me in my predictions, is going to be the weakest in football, where you have I have not we, but the, I have the Colts, um, as the division winner at 10 and seven. Um, and they lost their first game against Seattle. So if I'm looking at my, uh, my trusty sheet here, I did have the Colts losing that first game. So I think I'm still right on schedule with them, um, being at 10 and seven, I have Tennessee finishing seven and 10, uh, Houston at five and 12 and Jacksonville at three and 14. Um, I know Tennessee, everybody's really big on Tennessee, especially after the past couple years uh, that they've they've had uh, with their run, um, especially bringing in Julio Jones, right? Like, I mean, you know, Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Matt Tannehill. But I think that Arthur Smith was a big portion of why um, Tennessee was as good as they were, um, and they've already, you know, lost their first game as well. So I have them at 7 and 10 and underachieving this year. Uh, so we'll see where we go from there. And these last two, Houston and Jacksonville, um, I know people probably expected Jacksonville to finish above ten uh, above Houston, especially with uh, Deshaun Watson not really being a part of the Texans offense now. Um, but I actually have it the other way around. And Houston actually beat Jacksonville week one, right? So I still feel okay about my prediction between Houston and Jacksonville. Um, I think it's going to take a little bit of time for Trevor Lawrence, uh, to get his feet wet and kind of gain some gain some traction there, uh, with Urban Meyer. So I have Jacksonville bringing up the rear at three and fourteen. Um, so yeah, I think those are all of it. Um, now we can start getting into our playoff uh, projections. And to break everything down, we'll start with the AFC since we let off there or since we finished up there. So our AFC playoff seeding this year, right? So I've got Kansas city at one, I've got Buffalo at two, Baltimore at three, Pittsburgh at four, the LA chargers at five, Cleveland at six and Denver at seven. Um, so let's get into the round by round project projections. Uh, Round one, and as we know, Kansas City being the one seed, they will have the bye in the first round. So we won't be seeing them round one. That leaves the number two seed Buffalo um, against the number seven seed Denver Broncos. Um, I have the Buffalo Bills defeating the Denver Broncos round one. Um, Denver is a cold weather city. They go to Buffalo it, weather wouldn't be an issue. I just think it's a again a matter of quarterbacks. Um, I think Josh Allen's incredible, uh, possible MVP candidate this year, um, and they both have good defenses. But I'm taking Buffalo at home, uh, so Buffalo advances over Denver. Um, we have Baltimore and Cleveland. Uh, so I am taking a little bit of an upset uh, this matchup. I am taking the Cleveland Browns, and I know I said. I wasn't as high on them during the regular season, Um, but I am taking them to upset the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I just think over the past couple years, Baltimore has kind of shown in the playoffs that they're not really as good as they are in the playoffs as they are during the regular season. So I think this is a prime opportunity for Cleveland to go into Baltimore and upset them. Cleveland advances. Uh, The third matchup, we have number 4 Pittsburgh Steelers and number 5 LA Chargers. As much as I said, I love the Chargers. Um, I have a soft spot for form. Um, I am taking Pittsburgh and Big Ben to advance uh, this playoff matchup. Um, so, yeah, that ends round one. Round two, Kansas City is going to get the lowest remaining seed, which is going to be Cleveland. So we have uh, Kansas City and Cleveland in our first matchup, and I have the Chiefs uh, winning that matchup. It just seems that Cleveland can't uh, get over the hump when it comes to beating the Chiefs in the playoffs, and I think that continues this year too. Uh, so Kansas City advances there. Buffalo and Pittsburgh. I love Buffalo. Like I said, it's uh, I'm all in on the uh, Bills Mafia since the Falcons aren't going to be in the playoffs. Uh, Buffalo advances to the AFC Championship game, which is going to be Buffalo and Kansas City. So Buffalo traveling to Kansas City, which I think is a repeat of last year. But this is the year, Buffalo Bills fans. This is the year where you get to jump through all those tables, drink all the Bud Lights, eat all the Buffalo Wings. I am taking the Buffalo Bills to advance to their first Super Bowl since the early 90s. So it's time to celebrate. It's time to party, Buffalo. Let's go. Let's get it done this season. I'm all in. Like I said, Josh Allen, I feel, is like a legit MVP candidate. So I'm all in on the Buffalo Bills to get to the Super Bowl this year. NFC Playoff Standings. Your first seed, I got the LA Rams. Your second seed, I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defending champions. Uh, Third seed, I got Dallas. Fourth, I got Green Bay. Fifth, I got Seattle. Sixth, I got Arizona. And again, Chicago at the seventh seed when it came down to the tiebreaker between them and Atlanta. Uh, Your first round matchups, I've got Tampa and Chicago. Uh, So my hometown Bears, Justin's Bears, traveled down to Tampa Bay uh, to face the defending champions, and I think that's where uh, the Bears' run ends. I do feel like that Justin Fields is going to be, and I know I talked about this earlier, I do feel like Justin Fields will be the starter by this point, but I don't think that's going to matter. That Tampa Bay defense, Tom Brady, Gronk, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, I mean, you just name it, I mean, this team is stacked, they're loaded, they're going to move on uh, round one against the Bears. Uh, the second matchup, we got Arizona going to Dallas, Um, And this one is maybe a little bit of an upset, uh, but I do have Arizona defeating Dallas in Dallas. I mean, I think that goes back to what I was saying earlier about um, my love for the NFC West this year. I just think that that division is too strong. And I think that um, the NFC East being a little bit weaker, um, Dallas's record is going to be a little bit more inflated. Uh, So I'm taking Arizona to move on um, in round one. And then that leaves our final matchup as Green Bay and Seattle. And this one I feel like could probably go either way. Um, if if this game were going to be played in Seattle, I could easily take Seattle. But I think since it's going to be in Green Bay, um, and Aaron Rodgers seems to be on a mission uh, this season, if it could be his last, um, his last rodeo in Green Bay, he's going to be on a mission, even though it didn't look like it week one. I'm taking Green Bay uh, over Seattle. So that removes us to uh to round two, where the Rams had the first round by. They're gonna be playing Arizona. Um, this one again, I'm taking I'm taking Arizona in the upset uh to move on past the Rams, which um I feel pretty good about. I really like Arizona this year. I think Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins and that defense, Chandler Jones had five sacks week one, right? So I think that there's a lot there to like about Arizona and the Rams. Of course, I mean, you have Matthew Stafford and their defense. Everybody knows about them. Um, This is going to be a really, I mean, probably one of the best games. If I had to predict, this is going to be one of the best games of the playoffs. And I think it's going to be close, but I'm taking Arizona to advance uh, to the NFC championship against um, either Tampa Bay or Green Bay. So I have um, Green Bay traveling to Tampa with the right to go uh, to the NFC Championship. And unfortunately, I think this is where the defending champs and uh, their run ends. I think it ends against Green Bay. Like I said, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is on a mission uh, to prove that he still has it uh, for probably to prove to his next team um, next year that they, they're they going to want him there. Uh, so I do have Green Bay advancing, um, and I'm sure my buddy Mike, you know who works for the Bucs, is going to hate me for that. Um, but I'm sorry, bro. This is where the run ends for the Bucks. Um, so yeah, my NFC Championship matchup is going to be Green Bay in Arizona. As much as I wanted to take the upset and have the Cardinals go to the Super Bowl, I just I couldn't bring myself to do it. I think um, I thought that Green Bay was going to be really good this year, and um, they still very well maybe. It's like I said, it's only Week One. We don't know. I mean, it's anything could happen. Um, But I did pick Green Bay uh, to go uh, to the Super Bowl this year. And Aaron Rodgers, what is most likely his final season in Green Bay. So that leaves your Super Bowl matchup this year as the Buffalo Bills and the Green Bay Packers. Now, I've said it once and I'm going to say it again. Buffalo, this is your time, baby. This is your time to sit there and jump through, like I said, jump through the tables, do whatever you want. Go crazy. Because I have the Buffalo bills winning the super bowl this year, winning the whole damn thing. And I, I feel really good about this. And I mean, I was reading some other reports out there and it seems like a lot of people are on Buffalo uh, to get to the super bowl and to actually win it this year. So I feel pretty good about this prediction. Green Bay. I mean, who knows? Um, but yeah, Buffalo Bills fans go crazy, uh, go crazy, and win the damn Super Bowl. Uh, so that about wraps up uh, my predictions uh, for this year. And I'm sure you know we're at the 30 minute mark now, so I'm sure you guys are probably tired of hearing me talk. Um, but a little bit of info. So I am going to the uh, the Bucks Falcons game this Sunday um, at four o'clock. So I'll probably post some pictures on the uh, the social media pages. Um, and then week seven, I'm also going to the Bucs uh, Bears game um, since Jamie still claims to be a Bears fan, even though I know she probably really couldn't care less. Um, but we will be there uh, to check out. And I think Justin Fields will be starting by that time, too. So it'll be interesting to to check it out and see what happens. Um, but, yeah, there's there there's our, there's my predictions for this year. Um I really enjoyed doing this. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to do another episode next time soon. And Justin will be back and he'll be able to give you guys his predictions. Um, the other thing is right around the corners, White Sox playoff baseball, which I'm really excited about. Um, hopefully um, they will be hosting the ALDS and not on the road in Houston, which is what look, looks like is likely to happen, but I would like for them to be able to get the home field advantage in the ALDS. Uh, So we'll talk about that. We'll get Justin's NFL predictions. We'll talk some hunting trips that he had. Um, But I'm really looking forward to next episode. And thanks for listening. And we will talk to you next time. So for episode five, first solo of the Big Game Podcast, this is Brian. And I'll talk to you guys next time.